Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist. The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for the Jordan Harbinger show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R 
on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for The Jordan Harbinger Show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I, N as in Nancy, G-E-R, on your favorite podcast platform. Hi, my name's Andy, and welcome to Radio Headspace. And to Monday, the start of a new week. Over the weekend, I was chatting to a friend of mine. She works in the UK. She used to live in India. She now works back in the UK. Because of the, the pandemic, because of the way of the job market right now, she's working in a supermarket called Tesco's. And she's stacking shelves at night. And we were chatting about this situation you know she was saying kind of how difficult it feels to be doing a job which on the one hand feels perhaps what some people might say is sort of menial and at the same time a job that is essential in the current climate so obviously I'm not sure about here in America but out in, in England sort of every Thursday evening people have been out on the steps and, and clapping the, the healthcare workers and rightly so But those people who are doing other types of essential work and maybe not feeling so valued and maybe not enjoying their work in the same way or not getting so much fulfilment out of their work. As a result of this conversation, I started reflecting on all the different types of jobs that I'd had over my lifetime. And look, as someone who has both monk and circus performer on my resume, it won't surprise you when I say that I don't have the most conventional work history. And definitely having travelled around the world a lot, I've done a lot of sort of short-term work. And it reminded me, because I did that as well. I'd stack shelves at night time in a supermarket in the past. And there was one particular place I worked. And by the way, I, I worked as a waiter as barman I did painting I did decorating I did landscaping I worked on building sites did all kinds of work and this is going somewhere by the way and it's very much to do with the mind stay with me it reminded me of one particular job and I was a lot younger at the time and unfortunately I didn't have the I guess sensibilities of mind to understand just how valuable the work that I was doing at the time was and how I could have approached it it was in our local supermarket, and I was probably about, I don't know, 18 or 19 years old. I'd just come back from travelling for about a year and felt like I, you know, knew the world in a, in a different way. And it was quite humbling going to the local supermarket and getting a job. And I was given a job in the, the fruit and veg department. <laughs> and, uh, and I was asked one day, I was tasked to stack up apples, you know, those big pyramids of, of apples. And, you know, I found it quite boring at the time. I didn't find it engaging. And my manager came along, tapped me on the shoulder, and he said, Andrew, he said, you carry on stacking apples like that. You're going to go a really long way with this company. And at the time, I took that, I don't know, in a way that I kind of I felt a bit embarrassed. And I was like, wow, if this is where I'm going and is this the right thing to be doing? When I look at that time now, I talk about this in terms of like post training the mind post-monastery I look at that job in a really really different way and I see that actually the job that I was doing was really kind of neither here nor there in a way it was my approach to the work it was the ideas that I had in my mind about the work it's so easy to look at a monastery in the Himalayas and think that somehow sweeping up there is more valuable than sweeping the floor of a supermarket 
It's so easy to look at a retreat in some country idyllic place and, and think that washing the dishes there as part of a mindful activity is somehow more valuable, more rewarding than washing the dishes in a kitchen of a restaurant. When I look back over my life, there are so many different jobs that I had that were opportunities to train my mind, to approach my work from the place of service. Not what is this doing for me, but what is this doing for others? Every single job having its own place in the world, each of them equally necessary. Different, maybe not what we would always like to be doing at that time, but equally essential. So my hope is, whatever you're doing in the world right now, even if it's not what you would really like to be doing long term, there is a sense of fulfillment, recognizing the opportunity of using it to train the mind, to use it as a way of service and to feel more interconnected with the world around you. I hope you have a good day today. Thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Hi everyone, Kaysunga here. If you're here, I assume that you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on the show and our wonderful host, Robin. We talk about life. There is a level of almost addiction here where you're addicted to just information. It's like information overload. Relationships, before you can spread love and kindness to others, you have to first cultivate it within yourself. Yeah. And anything else you can think to ask us. The first step with any change that you want to make is that acceptance and that awareness. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.